Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. We're going to talk about some cool stuff today and stuff that a lot of people have trouble understanding and believing, Hmm. even more than some of the other stuff we talk about, I think. Okay. (laughs) What we're going to be talking about today is the idea that souls can incarnate multiple times into multiple forms, creating multiple lives. Tell us about what reincarnation is and what that sort of means, how that works. So reincarnation is, if we look at the world linearly, which it isn't linear, but if we look at it linearly, uh, we can live multiple lifetimes. And so we'll incarnate and be a woman one life and a man another life, and we'll be a, a queen or a pauper. Will be, you know, the famous figure or mostly not a famous figure because there aren't that many famous figures, right? The thing that I find amusing is that when you ask people about their past lives, they're always somebody famous. It always amuses me. So, for the record, I do not remember being anyone famous. So, um, our past lives are proving grounds. I think is a is a good way of looking at it. I mean, just like just like this life we learn things and we do things and we acquire skills and knowledge. Uh, In our our past lives, we did the same thing, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of the shamans I know, a lot of the Dakinis that I know, a lot of the uh, spiritual people that I know uh, came into this life with a lot of, a lot of knowledge just sort of in place, Mm -hmm. intuitively aware of these things. And that knowledge didn't come from nowhere, that knowledge came from previous lives in which they'd studied and they'd 
they'd acquired this information and they brought it forward, right? From a eternal moment of now Mm -hmm. perspective, we're all having all these lives exactly at the same time. And so they're all present right now. So we exist in all of those spaces at at the same time. Exactly. Okay. Because this is the eternal moment of now and there is no time. Right. Uh, and there is no space, and therefore everything happens all at once. In our 3D physical minds, we think linearly, but that's not necessarily how the higher realms would exist. Correct. Okay. And so, you know, this is why there's bleed over sometimes from one life to another. Bleed over in memories or bleed over in experiences or both? Um, or neither? <laughs> both or or either or neither, right? Okay. Um, the stuff that comes in from other lives is sometimes helpful in the mm-hmm. form of education and knowledge and intuition and uh, energetic awareness and all these other really cool things that mm-hmm. you may pull forward from another life. And it could also be debilitating. Right. You know, a fear of heights or a fear of falling or um, a fear of flying mm-hmm. because you died falling out of the sky at some point in time. Right. Or a fear of the ocean because you died drowning or mm-hmm. a fear of being seen for your gifts there's an awful lot of people on the planet right now who were healers and magical people in other lifetimes who got burned at the stake or crushed under rocks or drowned for being a witch mm-hmm. uh or, or hung a mm-hmm. lot of them got hung um I, I actually had a friend of mine that i was working with on her resistance around putting her website out and she just she she had it all ready to go and she couldn't hit the publish button. And she's like, I just can't do it. I just, every time I think about it, I get all cold and sweaty. I just can't do it. Hmm. And I talked to her and I was like, okay. I said, you know, what's the deal? And she said, I, I'm afraid I'm going to get killed for my gifts. I said, well, you did last life. And she's like, I know. <laughs> I said, yeah, they did it really badly. They, I said, you know, they hung you really badly because the the rope didn't snap her neck and she just sat there and dangled until she died. And she's like, yeah, I know. And now she had never told me this, by the way, I just reached into her past life to look at it. She's like, yeah, I still have neck problems from it. And this is one of those moments where you have that you have with your friends where you have this moment of, you know, are we living in the same reality? Right. <laughs> because, you know, I had that conversation with her and then I talked to another friend of mine about it who also had not heard that story from her. And she said, well, yeah, they hung her really badly in the past life. You know, they, she did the exact same thing I did. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And and in our minds, we're just like, yeah, this is a normal conversation. And, you know, you just have these moments where you step outside of yourself and go, not a normal conversation. Right. <laughs> Eh, but it is what it is right so this is my normal right so anyway you know i talked to her about it and and she's like yeah i'm just i'm terrified i said well i said i cannot guarantee that you will not be killed for your gifts this life i i can't guarantee that Mm -hmm. however i can guarantee it will not be by hanging i said if anything you will be shot and she went i could do shooting that would be okay. Oh my goodness. And she hit the publish button on her website <laughs> because it was just gone. It was like, oh, I'm not going to get hung again. Oh, okay. Anything else is fine. Done. <laughs> you know, and it, uh, you just had to remove the block. Yeah. You just had to, to take it out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Now, is it likely she's going to get killed for her gifts? No, it's not likely. Right. Right. It's, yeah. 
it's incredibly it's a very different unlikely. world <laughs> it's a very very different world and you know but you know if it happens it's likely going to be a gun right. right so okay as long as she wasn't getting hung again she was okay <laughs> <laughs> so but this is this is what happens, right? We bring these things forward. We can even bring forward pain right. from other lives. Physical pain. Physical pain. Mm-hmm. I I sat down with a new friend, uh, thankfully a new aware friend who did these things and didn't think I was nuts. Uh, and mm-hmm. we were in a, in a hotel lobby meeting and a mutual friend had inter- introduced us. And so I was coming through town and I was like, let's meet. And he's like, okay, let's meet here. They've got good drinks. I'm like, okay. And... I'm sitting there talking to him and I said, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, but I see this big spear sticking out of your back. He said, I've had shoulder pain my whole life right there. What you're talking about. And I said, well, uh, can I pull it out for you? He's like, please. <laughs> and I yanked it out. It was a past life memory that was being carried forward as an energetic. Wow. And so the spear was still sticking in his shoulder, causing him pain that nobody could identify. Because it was past life memory. It wasn't a physical pain. It was a. It was an energetic. Exactly. Hmm. And I pulled it out, and he said he hasn't had had uh, shoulder pain since, and that's been a decade now. So we're talking about how negative things can carry forward things like pain and and um, fear and mm-hmm. things like that. Can positive things carry forward as well? I mean, you although you did mention the the idea of uh, some of these people are coming into this world more aware. Mm-hmm. And if we follow the teachings of Buddha, the idea is that we reincarnate so that we take the lessons that we learn to grow closer to nirvana and reaching that state of enlightenment. There are many cultures out there that believe that reincarnation is a thing and that we, yes. we carry stuff from one to the next. I don't buy into the idea of of us having to learn and grow to achieve nirvana. Mm-hmm. I personally believe that we're on the planet because as a all-knowing omniscient being, great spirit or god or whatever you want to call it, had instant gratification for any thought that existed in its mind. Mm-hmm. And when you have no distance between your desire and the achievement of that desire, you have no time to contemplate whether or not that desire is what you actually want and whether or not it's good for you. Mm -hmm. The only reason to come into a physical plane is to slow that process down. And so it is my opinion that we are on this planet, not because it's a learning or education or school or anything, but in order for us to experience ourselves more fully Mm -hmm. and to interpret our own experience of life more fully through the slowing down of the manifestation process such that we can have self-awareness and self-reflection and all those things that can't exist when everything is instantaneous. So that's my personal opinion. It creates an interesting paradox if we consider the fact that the things that we are trying to experience here in the physical, we can have in the other realms when we are there. And some of us choose to come back multiple times to Mm -hmm. experience the slowdown effect. And then there are those who are on a spiritual path here in the in the physical realm who are trying to reach to be able to incorporate both of those worlds into the same. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Well, and and there's other things that can be uh, built into the equation as well. So, for instance, I used to be a priestess in the Temple of Babylon. Okay. And 
this past life, obviously, I don't think the Temple of Babylon exists anymore. But what was very interesting for me about, oh, I want to say maybe 10 years ago, I was meeting all of these people who had also been priestesses in the Temple of Babylon. And I, we just recognized each other. We were like, oh, it's you. <laughs> it's you. Everywhere I turned, I, I, I came across like 15 or 20 different people who were were former priestesses in the temple and aware and and one person who was actually a eunuch in the temple um she's a a woman in this life but she was a eunuch in that life and um they and upon our meeting we remembered each other right Mm -hmm. and it was really funny uh one of them is my friend carolyn kepish who's i'm hoping we will have on the on the Mm -hmm. podcast at some point in the future um but she and i it's so funny because we met I want to say, you know, 10, 12 years ago. And this is before I was aware of the Babylon connection between us. But it was really funny because I just went to one of her full moon circles. And when I looked at the advertisement for it, I went, oh, it's Carolyn. Yes, of course, I'm going to go to that. I love her stuff. I love her. And I went. Now, I had no memory of where I knew Carolyn from or mm-hmm. how I knew Carolyn. I just knew I loved her. And I got there and I introduced myself to her and she went, Kelly Sparta. Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> and yes, I'm so excited that you're here. And she too had no memory of us ever meeting and had no idea why she went, Oh, Kelly Sparta, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in that moment we were like, Oh yes. And, and we even knew each other's names, which was odd. Hmm. And we're just like, well, but you know, we've, we've run in similar circles. Maybe there was crossover for 10, 12 years. We have been looking for the crossover point for why we would know each other. Never found it because we don't have one. <laughs> okay? We were just like aware the, in that moment. Yes. Yes. It's you. Right. Past life, current life agreement coming in spirit family. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows? Right. It doesn't matter. But we definitely had that past life together. When I started meeting all the priestesses from Babylon, I turned around and looked at Carolyn. And I went, of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. And she's like, of course I am. And so, you know, you, you, you can have that sort of connection. I actually walked into a party once. This is my favorite story about past life stuff. <laughs> I, I walked into a party once and out of the blue with no provocation and having never met him before in my life. So he had no idea how I was going to receive this. This guy just looked at me and went, Oh my God, it's you. I haven't seen you since the Crimean war. How are you? (laughs) And in that moment, as he said it, I saw it and I was like, yes. (gasps) Oh my God. So awesome to see you. But could you imagine greeting someone with, I haven't seen you since the Crimean War? War. No, no, I could not imagine that at all. That was a gutsy-ass thing to say. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Now, granted, it was a party filled with people who might be okay with that. But nonetheless, a gutsy thing to say when you're first meeting somebody. Um, And it was, but it was true. Mm -hmm. It was true. You know, I've spent many lifetimes as a warrior. And so I have that dynamic. Yeah. Um, I I have zero warrior training in this life. (laughs) None. And yet I come from a family 
that has had a military member in it every generation for 400 years. Wow. So you think I picked that one on purpose? Yeah, kind of <laughs> did. And when provoked, when under threat, I actually go back, I go into automatically that berserker warrior stillness, nothing, you know, cold, calculating, I take everything in. I'm in complete stillness in the center of my being. I'm aware of everything. There is nothing. I have no feelings or emotions. I am just pure defense awareness. And, you know, I'm not aggressive. Right. But all, everything, all emotion has been shut down. It's a pure warrior state. Yeah. And I have no reason to know how to do that, except that I spent lifetime after lifetime after <laughs> lifetime as a warrior. And, you know, I, I was told once because I, I had a bunch of kids in high school, a gang of girls in high school who came up to me and uh, aggressed at me in line in for lunch one day out of the blue. And I just went into the cold place and I responded. I wasn't aggressive back. I just had a conversation with them. But I was in that cold space of anything could happen in this moment and I am prepared for anything that will happen. And the person next to me who was watching the interaction when they left, I turned back around and she's like, you're scary. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm terrified. She said, I would never have known that. She said, you are terrifying. (laughs) I was like, but I wasn't aggressive. She's like, nope, but it was really clear that you were ready. (laughs) I'm like, okay. But I had no way of knowing. I was I was sixteen years, fifteen years old. Yeah, right. I was fifteen years old yeah, when that happened. You just reacted. You just I, responded. It was just I, I was state. right there. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is what's going on. Here we go. And there was nothing else. I was just fully present. So you know, we bring these things forward with us. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these are things that just are part of our being. And you know, sometimes they're helpful. Sometimes not so helpful. <laughs> So you're at a, a state where you can recall these memories. Some of them. Some yeah. of them, yeah. Is it possible to work on that skill to be able to reach that point? Um, is there stuff that people can do? To, to Is it meditation? Is it how, do, how does one sort of re-engage? So I'd say that the first question is, why would you do it? Mm-hmm. Because you can do the mental masturbation of going back and trying to find all your past lives. And, you know, some of them are really boring. Mm-hmm. And why would you care? <laughs> right. Uh, my, my comment is I wouldn't go looking for past lives just to look for past lives. That's okay. that is mental masturbation. So uh, what you really want to think about is, is when do I need to? Mm-hmm. And then how do I do it? Right. right. So the when do I need to is when you have an unspecified fear or block or challenge that doesn't seem to be related to this life in any way, shape or form. Okay. Okay. And if you have something like that, then it's likely coming up from a past life or from a repressed memory in this life. Mm -hmm. That could also be the case. Right. Um, And a little bit of family digging in that regard can be helpful. But if it literally has no point of reference for this life you know if you have this strange uh, aversion to a uh, middle eastern animal and you've never been to the middle east mm-hmm. might be a good indication it might be a past life issue yeah, that's right? not a, that's not a repressed memory so yeah no not so much so 
if that's the case, then then there are people who are hypnotherapists mm-hmm. who do past life regressions. And that's a, a, a way to access it mm-hmm. and a way to get used to the idea of how to go and do it. One of the things we talk about in shamanism is that you only need to journey there once to know the way. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you do a past life regression and you pay attention to where you go, then theoretically you should be able to repeat it. And if you can't, then do it again. Mm-hmm. Pay attention again. Do it again. Right. right. Sometimes you got to do it two or three times, mm-hmm. but that's the way it works. Um, there's a fascinating movie that's it's an old movie. It's a Barbara Streisand mu- musical. So if you don't like musicals, I apologize. But <laughs> there's a great movie called On a Clear Day You Can See Forever. Mm-hmm. And it's all about a woman who falls into a hypnotic trance uh, with a professor of hypnosis and psychology and and he walks her through the process she wants to learn how to stop smoking and she ends up finding all these past lives with her and she becomes the subject of a book and the whole nine yards and there's this whole storyline associated with it so the entire movie is about past lives hmm. so it's kind of fun in that regard so you know if you're interested that's a fun way to to sort of explore it through the hypnotherapy concept. Yep. Okay. You talked about being able to treat the pain or the uh, hurts from a past life in this life by doing the work or pulling spears out of shoulders and things like that. Or acknowledging that it's unlikely you're going to die that way again exactly. or whatever. Right. Is the work that we do keeping in mind the the eternal moment of now is the work that we do to heal those pains in this life ever reach back to that past life or ever reach across to that past life to heal any of the pains there and i know this is purely a theoretical type question and i'm i'm sort of throwing a the box at you here and saying yeah you kind of are <laughs> <laughs> but i'm doing so, it intentionally sort of yeah i'm, I'm <laughs> to play with in, it a little bit yeah i'm feeling into the answer um in many cases the trauma that's coming forward is death trauma mhm so there's really not much to reach back yeah, into you can't heal that right yeah. i if mean if you're you, dead you're dead you died the way you died yeah. you know um so I'm, I'm because typically in a past life, we, we usually resolve the issues, right? Um, not always, but things that are big enough to come across often are resolved. Um, sometimes even just through the death itself, but the, as I'm looking at it, no, they're not impacted because Think about it as, um, again, we, we keep coming up with this conversation about, you know, dreams or tarot cards and, yeah. you know, so a lifetime is a tarot card, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to have to do the episode on tarot soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, if you think about a lifetime as a tarot card, it has its own meaning unto itself. Mm-hmm. And when we come into the lifetime, we come into it with the intention of having a particular experience. And so... If you were to heal something that would then change or shift the experience, then you would be undoing the work you had done. Okay. Right? So I think in a lot of ways, it's it's much more about just releasing that life from impacting this one. Okay. Or sometimes we bring that trauma forward on purpose to force us to do something here. Right. 
to so that we have this experience. Right. I, I kind of see it all as like some big role playing game, but yeah. you know, yeah, and we've we've sort of hit that point a couple times. Yeah. Where we've talked about re rolling characters and things like that, and that um, that's an interesting concept that we bring it forward to almost bring the lesson forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a I had a shaman who used to run actual role-playing game as shamanic journey he'd have you roll up your characters based on your issues and create your characters around your personal issues and then he'd walk you through storylines that is super cool that was awesome <laughs> that is so cool <laughs> i've been thinking about doing that but you got to get people who both know role-playing and know shamanism and, and personal growth ritual yeah to to appreciate it but <laughs> damn it was awesome <laughs> it's a fun game night anyway <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I, you've answered all of my questions. Is there any sort of wrap up stuff that you'd like to, to put in here? Yeah, I want to, I do want to say that I see a lot of people go down the rabbit hole of past life Mm -hmm. stuff. And it's easy to. It's super easy to. And it's, it's like this never ending rabbit hole of, of like God knows what. Right. And it's like getting stuck in the tar baby. Mm -hmm. Right. My comment to you is this. Unless you have something very specific that you're looking for, don't go down the rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> right? Not because it's bad, mm-hmm. because, you know, you're not going to hurt yourself by going looking. This is not a place where you blow yourself up. Right. Okay. okay. So you can, you can look all day long, but you're literally not going to get anything done. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a curiosity thing. And, you know, I find things in day to day life that just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, fine. Does it edify me in any way? Not really. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't change the person you are here. Exactly. In this life. Yeah. And so if it, it's just a great way to avoid doing your work in mm-hmm. a lot of cases. So unless you're specifically looking for something that is, is directly impacting you, I would say, do something more productive. Mm-hmm. So it it doesn't change who you are in this life unless it's intended to. Might right. be a better way to correct that yeah. that statement I just made. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that's all that we have time for this week. But this was this was an, another interesting one. Uh, be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Trip. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, so I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Trip is a sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since 
you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.